host, Chase Parmesan. And I'm your host, Jimmy Linguini. And today we are celebrating New Year's Eve of 2022. Congratulations, you have survived two years of pandemic. When you thought 2020 could have been worse, 2021 is right around the corner. Go and hold my beer. (laughs) Uh, Let's look back about what happened to us in Texas when we had the great freeze of February. Followed by the great summer of December 2021. Right, it is like what, 87 degrees right now? It is currently 68 in Crowley. And, and it's December 29th. <laughs> hey, just wait till t- Sunday, okay? Oh, yeah. It's supposed 40 to... degrees. No, I heard it's getting down to 26, dude. <laughs> it's going to be a cold weekend. Keep the faucets dripping. Now, last year we covered exactly 20 years ago the game of the year of 2000. I don't know about you, Chase, but it makes me cringe to think that 2001 was 20 years ago. I mean... <laughs> In my brain, 2001 was still like 10 years ago. <laughs> Fair, okay. Maybe that's because you're not as mature as you think you are. Oh, I know I'm not mature. Hey, me neither. Yeah. All right, so what was the big thing that happened in 2001 besides 9-11? Uh, let's see. 2001, let me think. There was a plane, a couple buildings. Oh, yeah, you said not 9-11. Okay. Um, there was uh, anthrax. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 2001 was a turning point for America, really. Oh, and uh, the first Fast and Furious movie. Um, I don't know which one's worse. 9-11 or Fast and Furious? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but how would we know the importance of family without Fast and Furious? Just wait till Fast and Furious 10 comes out. And they're in, and like Paul Walker literally has a walker. I know it's it, it doesn't make sense since he died, but... Let's see, 2001. Uh, Aerosmith released their final platinum record, Just Push Play, and had their final top ten hit of their career. Uh, Michael Jackson released his final album during his lifetime. Uh, Let's see, what else in 2001? Cartoon Network was still good. I think 2001 was around the time Ed, Ed, and Eddie debuted. So, you know, a bunch of good things, a major bag event, but so far, yeah. Yeah. 2001 also saw the launch of the uh, both the Xbox and the GameCube, correct? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the launch of the Xbox and the GameCube. Yeah. How are and... you the biggest thing in gaming at this time? For real. And was PS2 technically 2000 or was it 2001? You know what? I think that was roughly 2000. Okay. So big year for gaming anyway. Um, let's see... But more importantly, last year was the year we covered the game of the year from the 20-year mark. And for me, 2001 was a much better year for gaming than 2000 ever was because we saw the release of two brand new consoles and it was the mark of a shift towards a new generation of gaming. Graphics got a little bit better. You saw the very, very beginnings of online gaming. Yes. Like, while Dreamcast and PS2 may have jumped a gun a bit earlier, it took a while for Xbox and Nintendo to finally come in and knock it out of the park. Oh, yeah. GameCube is one of those consoles which I've never owned, but I always admired. Like, I would love to own one, but for whatever reason, never got around to it. Think of the four consoles I have, the PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and Dreamcast. 
the GameCube is the one that will always be connected to my main TV. Nice. Yeah, um, I always liked the GameCube. Um, as far as Nintendo consoles, it's probably my favorite, and I'm not a Nintendo guy. I grew up with Sony, so I always had PlayStation, but uh, GameCube was one where if I had to pick a close second to the PlayStation, I would choose GameCube before Xbox, the original Xbox. Okay. Now that we have that out of the way. Now let's talk about 2001's Game of the Year, where a bunch of publications were like, hey, we have an idea for a good game. Shall I start, start things off with the British Academy of Games Awards? Go for it. All right. For console games, they nominated Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. For handheld, they chose Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. And for PC, they chose Max Payne. I just want to point out that the handheld went to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yeah, I just realized that. And I'm like, I didn't even realize it was on a handheld. Oh God, I can only imagine the... Uh... How awful it must be. <laughs> At least now. Yeah. Now had to be in like a 2d environment and without a backlit screen Ooh, even worse oh, yeah <laughs> all right next up is the dice award the interactive achievement award went to halo combat evolved which is very deserving i believe because i mean it's no small understatement to say that halo was a game changer for console gaming or video games in general even yeah halo Mastered the controls for like the two sticks. Mm-hmm. And almost every game after that saw that. Like, yeah, we're copying that. We're using that. I spent... Mi I'm not even a Halo guy, but I spent many hours behind a Warthog. <laughs> and, yeah, just uh, flying the ghosts, flying the Banshees, the uh, Warthogs, all that stuff. Brings back a lot of memories. I never actually owned an Xbox console, but I can remember playing Halo at many friends' houses over the years, and yeah, that one will always hold a special place in my heart there. All right. Now, shall we move on to the Game Developer's Choice Awards? Yes. The Game Developer's Conference chose Grand Theft Auto 3. Now, this is, to me, just as crucial and important of a video game as Halo, because it basically... Turned it's, It was the start of the major uh, GTA franchise. Like, I mean, before it was all bird's eye view 2D, and this brought Grand Theft Auto into the 3D world. You could actually have an open world to move around in. Granted, it's still kind of primitive by today's standards in that the main protagonist doesn't have any dialogue. And let's face it, as soon as you touch water, you drown instantly, which is kind of sad. But uh, this was a big game changer cars could get damaged uh different vehicles performed differently you had slow vehicles you had fast vehicles you had uh durable vehicles um you'd have a banshee that would take like five hits and catch on fire yes always so much fun and this was also the first one i believe that had real radio stations with uh like you had a classic rock station you had a uh rap station uh you had a EDM. classical music station, like an opera station for the mafia people. Uh-huh. And uh, this game was huge. Now, granted, it wasn't the... It, this was not the GTA game that I was introduced to. My first GTA experience was actually Vice City. But without this, we wouldn't have Vice City or San Andreas or any of our modern titles. So 
You got to get clones that came out after like Sleeping Dogs of L.A. or True Crime Confidential. Oh, yeah. Um, This game brought the open world to gaming. It it's why we have Simpsons hit and run, which we reviewed previously. Without GTA, that game never would have happened. GTA three walked. So every other game after it could run. Exactly. GTA Uh, three drowned so that we could swim. All right, so let's move on before we dive way too deep into GTA 3. Okay, Chase, why don't you take us off to uh, the Japan Game Awards? So the JGA awarded the Grand Award to Final Fantasy X. Which, confession time, I have never played a Final Fantasy game, so I have absolutely no comment. (laughs) I'll tell you this comment. I have Final Fantasy X on my Switch. And I still only played about an hour of it. That bad, huh? No, I never really got into it. That's fair. All right, so the VSDA Awards, their last ever game of the year, goes straight to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Which I'd like to talk, um, take a moment here and talk about the impact Pro Skater 2 had, because another game that we will be reviewing in the future really has Tony Hawk's Pro Skater to thank for its existence. Which, uh, Jet Set Radio Future, which was the launch game for the Xbox console, I don't think would have existed if it hadn't been for the success of, Pro, of the Pro Skater games. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you that, yeah. Yeah. I grew up on Pro Skater 1 and 2. I kind of played some of Pro Skater 3, but I quit playing the games after that. But Pro Skater 2 is where the series really came into its own. I remember playing it on the PS1. Really good game, and it's actually my favorite. Out of all the pro skaters. Okay. Probably more for sentimental reasons, but you know. I still stick by my favorite being Tony Hawk's Underground. That's fair. You just you just like it because you can get off the skateboard. I mean, how is that so innovative at the time when you can just get off the board when I do that all the time? To this day, I will still bet money that Tony Hawk's Underground has the worst driving mechanics for a car of any video game I've ever played. Because it didn't need a car, it just I know the board. It's like they could have they could have just left the car out entirely, and the game would have been fine. All right. So, Electronic Gaming Monthly picked Halo Combat Evolved for their game of the year. Okay, it's no uh, secret that you're going to hear us talk about Halo a lot in this and Grand Theft Auto Three because those two games basically dominated 2001. Yeah, pretty much. Like half this list is either GTA Three or Halo. Pretty much. With some Sims sprinkled in the middle. Yeah, because Games Magazine chose The Sims for their game of the year. Oh, yeah. Which I still have not played a single Sims game. Although, I would not be against trying it. For whatever reason, I've never gotten around to it. GameSpy chose Grand Theft Auto 3 as their game of the year. No surprise there. You know why. Let's see. Game Informer Action Adventure chose Metal Gear Solid 2. Any comments, Chase? Because I have never played a Metal Gear game. Alright, so Game Informer, owned by GameStop, went against the grain and actually chose a completely different game. Which you gotta give them props for. At least they were trying to be outside the box and not go for the main mainstream choice. Yeah. Alright, so GameSpot, their console game of the year went to Grand Theft Auto 3, but their PC game of the year went to Serious Sam, The First Encounter. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I think it's the one where it's like the point-and-click adventure game. Okay, okay. 
I'll take over for IGN. Their first award ever went to Halo Combat Evolved. The National Academy of Video Game Testers and Reviewers, or Navigator for short, chose Grand Theft Auto 3 for Outstanding Game of the Year. Oh yeah. The Video Software Dealers Association chose Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and this would be the last time they would deal out a Game of the Year award. And finally, 2001's E3 Game Critics Award, the best of show, went to the Nintendo GameCube for hyping it the fuck up. Oh yeah. I was, like I said, I was a Sony kid, but even I knew that the Nintendo GameCube was something special. You'd basically have to be living under a rock not to see all the commercials on Cartoon Network. You can only imagine what it would have been like to be at E3 at 2001, just trying to get a small glimpse of whatever Nintendo was pumping out at that E3 showroom floor. Oh yeah. So before we finish, we compiled a list of 12 games from 2001 that are now, in today's times, 20 years on, considered to be the best of 2001. And some of them we already mentioned a few times, but there are a few surprising ones that I forgot came out that year. I'll let you go down the list, Chase. Alright, so first up first, we have Advance Wars on the GBA which is also coming out pretty soon on the Switch as a remake. Ooh. Then we have Animal Forest, or Animal Crossing, on the GameCube. Nice, nice. Next, we have Final Fantasy X on the PS2. Alright. Now we have Gran Turismo 3A spec for the PS2. No surprise, we have GTA 3 for the PS2 and Halo for the Xbox. Next, we have Ico for the PS2, which I completely forgot existed. I wasn't even aware of its existence. (laughs) Next, we have Max Payne for the PC. Then we have Metal Gear Solid 2 for the PS2, followed by Rez for... What's SDC? Sega Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know, I'm kind of curious about Rez because I saw the trailer for that, and it looks stupidly insane, and it's also out on the 360. Stupidly insane in a good way? Yeah, it just looks crazy. Okay. Now, one that... supposed to be like a musical rail shooter. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that one. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, here's one that I've always been curious about, and I wouldn't mind playing at some point, but I never got around to, is Silent Hill 2 for the PS2. Any comment on that one, Chase? I think for us to get to that, we'd have to find a copy for that, but... Yeah, that good might luck. Be expensive. Yeah, I'm not ready to shell out big bucks for a game I haven't played and will probably be disappointed by, so I'm good. And the final number 12 spot went to Super Smash Bros. Melee. No surprise there. Now, the, Super Smash Bros. Melee has the unique situation of being still played today in competitions. Wow. I mean, some games never really go away. Yeah. I mean, just look at GTA 3. It recently got remastered, and people all the time still play Halo. It's available on the Microsoft Store right now. But out of these 12 games, though, what do you pick for the game of the year? That's a tough one. It Honestly, for me, and I hate to be with the majority here, but it comes down between whether you're a GTA fan or a Halo fan. They're both extremely groundbreaking games, but my vote's going to go towards GTA 3. And that was a tough one. Because Halo is awesome. But yeah, it's going to be GTA 3 followed by Halo. And in a distant third place would be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. 
Okay. How about you? Me, I'm going to pick either Super Smash Brothers Melee or Animal Crossing as a distant, as like a close one to two, you know? Okay, okay. If you had to choose a third place runner-up, what would you pick for third place? Halo. Okay, cool, cool. Well, there you have it. I go with uh, GTA 3 followed by Halo followed by Pro Skater 2, and Chase's choices are... Melee, Animal Crossing, and Halo. There you have it. Those are our top three picks for 2001 Game of the Year in the year 2021. Have any closing statements or remarks, Chase? No, enjoy 2022, and hopefully it's better than 2021 ever was. Please be better. Please. On the bright side, we do have more content coming to you guys in the coming weeks. Uh, We will have a... uh, Kind of Christmassy episode. I know Christmas is over, but we thought we'd do kind of a holiday-themed episode. So this next game we'll be reviewing takes place during Christmas. And yep. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Hopefully the next game will be the Christmas-themed episode that came out two weeks after Christmas. And coincidentally came out nine years ago this coming year. So it's an oldie but a goodie. I don't know. Unless we break out the Atari games, I don't think anything we're playing is really considered oldie. True. I mean, well, we did do the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's 20 years old this year, this coming year. God, don't remind me. Ugh, yeah. All right, well, until next time, I am Jimmy Linguini. And I am Chase Parmesan. See you next time, folks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.